We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Thursday, August the 18th, and we come off... A disappointing Phillies loss yesterday. The Phillies offense just doesn't show up. The Phillies get beat one nothing. The Phillies have lost four of their last seven uh, games, and they've been shut out in all four of those losses. Obviously, they've won a lot more games than they've lost recently, but, you know, recent cold spell over the last weekend. Oh, shocking what it coincides with. Kyle Schwarber being out of the lineup in addition to Bryce Harper. Who could who could have predicted this? I will say, look, yesterday stunk. Yesterday was a very, very disappointing performance from the Phils. You know, they just didn't have it yesterday. Again, just completely and totally dominated by some guy named Nick Lodolo. You know, I mean, when Nick Lodolo shuts you down, you're in trouble. Five hits on the day, only two walks. Non-competitive at bats across the board. No Philly had more than one hit on the day. And it's a shame because Ranger was dominant. Seven shutout for Ranger. Three hits, eight strikeouts, two walks. Robertson, clean eighth. Sir Anthony, they get to Sir Anthony finally. And, uh, you know, some some singles. It wasn't even like he got beat up. He just gave up three three hits and that was it. Um, as uh, it's a shame. You know, two hits and a walk, excuse me, I should say. Um but, you know, they just got beat yesterday, and, and they played poorly. And here's the thing. I was shocked. So I put I tweeted after the game, tough one. And it was. It was a tough loss. But um, people were angry. People were, like, furious that the Phillies lost this game yesterday. Look, I get it. It's the Reds. The Reds stink. It was a pathetic effort offensively. And, yes, four shutouts in seven games is concerning. It's something you want to... You know, right, you know, quickly, so to speak. But they won the series in Cincinnati, okay? Like, I, I'm not going to freak out when they lose the third game of a series that they won in Cincinnati. Look, does Cincinnati stink? Yes. Should you beat them every time you play them? Uh, in theory. But come on. That's not the way baseball works. We know that's not the way baseball works. And this lineup is without its two best hitters right now. You know, I, I just... 
I thought the reaction to yesterday's loss was honestly over the top. I, I couldn't believe it. Look, I get it. You lose two or three of the Mets. What did I say after that? I was like, relax. You know, it's just a series. They played well in two of the three. Same thing just happened. They played well in two of the three and they lost. I know the Reds aren't as good as the Mets, but like the Phillies are not going to win every game the rest of the year. The Phillies are not going to to not have a stinker, especially in a 12-35 baseball game in Cincinnati, which is 11-35 there. Like, or for the Phillies, if you know what I mean. Like, it's an early game for the Phillies. Like, that's an early start to a day. That's an early start to, to play, and I'm not excusing it. You know, they were... They were pathetic yesterday. I am there. Like, that offense did nothing against the dude who most offenses do stuff against. I get it. I'm not saying it's okay to go out and just not show up offensively, but I'm also, I also understand that it's baseball, and this is going to happen. They're 13 games above 500. Like, I don't know. I was I was really surprised at the, the vitriol for the team yesterday. I really was. Again, I, I couldn't, you know, I really, I, it, it caught me off guard. And again, I, I get it. You know, look, yesterday stunk. There is no redeeming qualities from yesterday's win, but, you know, I, I just, you know, I got inconsistency of the lineup, people are freaking out. I got tweets about another shutout. This team is a, a, against a direct team, you know, uh, but this isn't one of those oh well games. This is what people are responding to me. This is troubling. I know we don't have Schwarber or Bryce, but can we trust JT Castellanos, Veerling? It happens too much. Uh, another one, good teams consistently good, especially against horrible teams. Zero runs is just unacceptable. Another one, less tough, more pathetic. Uh, brutal. This type of loss comes back to haunt you. I, I just, I, look, I get it. <laughs> it stunk yesterday, but I, I just, I can't get there with, uh, I'm, I'm panicking over a loss to the Reds. Like, they're 13 games over 500. I, I couldn't believe the response that Ranger looked brilliant yesterday. And the Reds are horrible. They're a bad lineup, as we saw. I mean, there's a reason Noah Syndergaard took 77 pitches to go through seven innings. There's a reason that Kyle Gibson struck out 11 Reds. But Ranger was dominant yesterday. The best start of the, the series for the Phillies as he was just, just outstanding. And I think, you know, more than anything, I look at yesterday and say Ranger's fully a hundred percent back, which we we thought already, but just more confirmation. And you know that's a bigger thing to come out of yesterday than anything for me. Like the fact that you know, not only is Ranger back as a three, I, I feel really good with Ranger starting a playoff game against any other three. You know, give me your three. Ranger's there with him. Chris Bassett, sure, he's as good as Chris Bassett. Uh, you know, uh, whoever from the Braves, yeah, sure. He's as good as, you know, to be freed Morton, whoever, uh, Spencer Strider. Yeah, he can compete with Spencer Strider. You know, he might not be quite as talented as Spencer Strider, but he can, he can play with that guy, especially in the playoffs. Cool, calm and collected Ranger Suarez. Uh, look, I think my big takeaway from yesterday is Ranger was brilliant, and yes, the offense stunk. And I, look, I get it that the last week and a half has been very inconsistent offensively. The fact that, you know, you watch these games and it's, you know, bases loaded, one out, no one scores. First and second, no outs, no one scores. And it's continuous. Like, it feels like every single inning there are runners left on base. Yesterday, not as much. Yesterday, they just got beat handily. But, you know, it feels like there is a lot of, there were, happened yesterday too, don't get me wrong. 
but you know, it does feel like a lot of runners left on base, a lot of offense's inability to to close things out, all that type of stuff. But again, again, this is a week. This is a week of baseball. And like, you know, we've done it all year, and it's baseball, and I get it, and it's just the way we consume baseball now, whereas, you know, before it used to be I think more accepted of the marathon nature of it, and we all kind of just you know, took it in stride on a day-to-day basis. Now we definitely react aggressively to an every day and every night. And I love that. I think it's awesome that Phillies fans are so locked in and invested on this team in a night-to-night basis that they do get this upset over a loss. But, like, don't get so upset over a loss. <laughs> Look, if we're talking in two weeks and the Phillies have, you know, been shut out four more times and, you know, the offense is skittering and struggling and all that, like, yeah, then I'm going to say, this is concerning. We're heading into the stretch run. Where's the offense? This isn't, this is trouble. They're, they're, now they're fighting for a playoff spot instead of sitting in a spot. All that stuff. I mean, they're fighting. You know what I mean? Um, fighting to get back in a spot or whatever. If that happens, then, then, then we can be concerned. Then we can say what the hell's going on here. But again, for like a week stretch of, of bad offense, again without the two best hitters on the team, last year's MVP and this year's MVP, I, you know, <laughs> baseball is a game of, of, of peaks and valleys. You know, it's a game of ebbs and flows. It's a game of ups and downs. And, you know, this week's just been a bit of a down for the Phillies. And they haven't even lost that many games. It's just the offense has stunk. Okay, let's remember they scored 11 runs two days ago. And I know it's like too many runs in one game and not enough in the other. I get it. The inconsistency is frustrating at times. I get it. But I think we are way, way overreacting to to a bad game. They lost one of the Reds. It stinks. It's a bummer. It's annoying. Can we move forward? (laughs) Are we good? I, I was just really surprised. And again, I get it. You watch a game, it's pathetic. But I, and this is anecdotal. But I feel like this has been a, a a every day game type of thing for the Phillies practically. Like when do the Phillies score runs during a day game? I am I wrong? Does it feel like the Phillies have come out for day games and, and lit teams up? I don't think so. I think this is what we get more often than not. And honestly, this has been a long held theory of mine that I will share with you. I think this happens in in getaway games more than more often than not. I think when you have a twelve o'clock, twelve thirty, one o'clock baseball game on a day that's ending a series and you're getting out of town after, I think it's almost more often than not going to be a one nothing game, a two one game, a three one game, a three two game. Like I just feel like that happens so consistently in baseball, and it makes sense. The psyche of the guys, like I get it. Like, is it good? No. Is it what it is? I think so. <laughs> Just, it's a grind. Baseball's such a grind. We get it. We talk about it again, the marathon, all that stuff. But, you know, there are just going to be days when teams don't show up, even the good ones. There are going to be days where they just don't show up. And more often than not, offensively, those days are going to be the 1235ers. It's just what seems to happen consistently. And again, look, I'm not trying to say that, you know, five hits, no runs against Nick Lodolo is fine. It's okay. Like, I'm not happy with what I saw yesterday, but I'm also not spinning it forward as some narrative that I'm concerned about this team because I'm not. I'm not concerned. I'm assuming Kyle Schwarber will be back this weekend. He pinched it twice. 
since the injury. I'm guessing it'll be fine. Off day today. Much needed off day today. This is huge. They get a day off before they bring the New York Mets down for a four-game series over the weekend. A big one. Massive series against the Mets, who you know continue to just play great baseball. What a, what a good team they have been. Obviously, as we've talked about, the pitching lines up well. The Phillies will have Nolan Wheeler going. It does not look like Scherzer or DeGrom will be facing the Phillies. Scherzer pitching last night for the Mets. DeGrom's supposed to pitch tonight, so, you know, you're feeling pretty good about the fact that you're going to miss those guys. I mean, that is, you know, pray for for no rainout tonight for the Mets, I would say, so that, uh, you know, so that DeGrom ends up pitching, um, as uh, it will be um, DeGrom against Freed tonight in that game, so that's a look, no Phillies on the on the tube tonight, 7-20, tune in. Mets Braves, that should be a great one. DeGrom versus Freed. But again, how well does that work out? The Mets are coming to town and you missed DeGrom and Scherzer. You know, for a four-game series, you get that lucky extra game where they can't even use them. And you got Nolan Wheeler. Like, you're set up really well going into this weekend. This is a really nice spot for the Phillies. I feel really excited about this Mets team coming to town. Again, they're 13 games above 500. The sky is not falling. Yes, it was a disappointing loss. I'm right there with you, you know. And and yes, I I do, you know, want this offense to hit, to hit better. Obviously, you know, I think we all do. And um, again, like I understand that that it is frustrating when you watch a team that you know has had a few games lately where they have you know failed to put a points again. You know, so the one nothing loss yesterday, the eleven four win, the four three win, then they lose six nothing and one nothing. They win that two one game and then they lose that last one three nothing in the morning. So seven games, four shutouts, and one of those games they score two runs, four and eleven in the others. So it's we're talking about a week. It was one week ago today, last Thursday, the Marlins beat the Phillies three nothing. And we've had four and seven days. And people are panicking. And again, what does it coincide with? What? Oh, yeah, Kyle Schwarber's injury. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Right? Should we not factor that in here? Should we not remember that the, the best hitter on the team, the heart and soul of this team this year, has been out the last five games or whatever? Is that not a, a part of the equation? You cannot put Harper in the equation because they haven't had him for a while and they've, they've done really well without him, obviously, and you know coming back potentially in two weeks. Let's go. But, I mean, they lose Schwerber and, and they have some, some bad hitting days and some inconsistency offensively. Okay. Sure. That jives. Yep. Feels right. So, I just, I get it. I think we're all really, really excited about this Phillies team. I know I am. I'm excited about the the potential for this team, the chance to finally end this decade-plus reign of sadness, of, of mediocre baseball, more than 82 wins for the first time in that long, you know, the playoffs for the first time in that long. We're all there. We're all, I'm right there. You know, this is, this is, it's exciting, and I get that that in the midst of that, when these games really matter, like I think that it's funny because, you know, obviously the last four years the Phillies have been in it. You know, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, they've been in it this late in the season. At this point, on August 18th, each of the last four years, we have said the Phillies can make the playoffs. They were in it at this point in the season. 
And each of those times, it has obviously cratered and gone in a very, very bad direction with bad Septembers and all that. And I understand that is going to hang over this team until they actually cross the threshold. And I think it's fair. I get it. Like, you know, if you're a Phillies fan who says, you know, look at the last four years, why would I believe in this team now? I, I or, or not even why would I believe in this team? It's hard for me to believe in this team because of what this, this uniform, this team has done to me. I get it. I'm not... I'm not uh, demeaning that. I'm not um, saying that's not a fair way to feel. We can't control how we feel. You can't tell anyone how to feel with all that. But I will say that that you know, with that you know, built-in sense memory, that pain, that expectation, um, I, I do think that maybe we we tend to potentially overreact to stuff because of that. And it's right. But I think that, you know, four games with no runs in seven days and it's like overreaction time because we're so expecting the Phillies to fall apart. We are waiting for the Phillies to finally do what they do, what they've always done to us, what we can expect them to do. You know? And I think that it's hard to to get that that feel out of you, but I really do feel like this team's different, and we've talked about it all year. They're 13 games above 500 right now. I mean, they've played great baseball. They are still a playoff team by two games, uh, excuse me, two and a half games over the Brewers, who lost again last night, which really means three and a half. Because they have the tiebreaker. They're a half game up in the Padres, which means one and a half. Giants keep winning, win again, but still six games behind the, the Phillies. Like, the Phillies are... Firmly ensconced right now in the playoffs, you know, and they lost yesterday. Yes, but you know they're not going to win out. There's 45 games left this season, most of them against bad teams. If this team can continue to just do what they did in Cincinnati, yes, do what they did in Cincinnati and just win series, they're going to make the playoffs. They just got to keep winning series. As again, you know, they're right there. They're they're in the hunt, so to speak. You know, and um, obviously they're they're in a playoff spot. So um, I, I I get it. I get being frustrated. I think it's fair to complain after a disappointing game. But I do think that this Phillies team, you know, deserves us. Um, you give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. You know that that maybe they're not the same team we've seen in the last few years. Um, again, massive series coming up this weekend. The Mets coming to town for four. Nola versus Bassett. Wheeler in game two. Falter tomorrow as well. And then Gibby on Sunday versus Taiwan Walker, they're saying. But Taiwan Walker coming off an injury or left the last start two innings in. We'll see if he pitches. Uh, and the other two starts are wide open as of now with, you know, no shares or Nugram available. They're going to need to bring someone up to start. Maybe multiple people if Walker can't go. It's a bad spot for the Mets this weekend from a, a roster perspective and a really good opportunity for the Phillies. And then again, after that, it's easy. Like, this is the time to, to rack up wins. Four at home against Cincinnati, three at home against Pittsburgh, three in Arizona, three in San Francisco, then back home for three against Miami, three against Washington, then three in Miami. Like, that stretch of baseball is super winnable for this Phillies team. And you look at comparative stretches. The Padres, who are a half game behind the Phillies right now, their stretch of baseball coming up in that same time. They have four against Washington now. That's great, but then two against Cleveland. Cleveland's in first place. Three against Kansas City. Decent series there. Then a tough stretch here in that same stretch of time that the Phillies have. Easy games against the Nats and the Marlins. 
The Padres have to play three in L.A. against the Dodgers, then three against Arizona, then three at home against the Dodgers, then two against Seattle, who is a top wild card team in the American League. Then they have three against St. Louis not long after that. Like, that is a tougher stretch of baseball for the Padres. You look at what the Brewers have coming up in that stretch. Again, the Phillies two and a half up on them, three and a half when you count the tiebreaker. The Brewers coming up. Have one more against the Dodgers tonight, then three in Chicago, then three more against the Dodgers. So that's tough. Then they have a pretty easy stretch. Cubs, Pirates, Diamondbacks, Rockies, then the Giants. Um, so they have an easier stretch after that as well, but but similar in their ease with the Phillies stretch of baseball too. Both these teams have easy stretches coming up. The Phillies should be able to take advantage of it, and they don't have the Dodgers on their schedule. Now they have the Mets, so that's tough, but a nice spot to get the Mets. Cardinals schedule very similar to the Phillies. Very easy coming up for the Cardinals. Again, I, I would not be surprised at all if the Cardinals pull away in the Central as um, you know, I think the Cardinals... Um, when you look at where they're at right now out of the Brewers, I said this a while ago, I thought they were going to pull away, but the Cardinals are now three games up on the Brewers, half game up on the Phillies in terms of record, um, but again, not battling directly right now, but they're three games up on the Brewers, and they have an easier schedule coming up. So I really do think the Brewers are that team. As we talked about so many times, that the Phillies are going to get in ahead of, like that's where this is trending. They have an easier schedule coming up. They have a better record right now. And they um, have been playing better baseball. They're a more talented baseball team. So I think that Phillies-Brewers thing is where you really need to look, that the Brewers are the team to beat, so to speak, or the team the Phillies need to beat, and I think will be, again. But, um, you know, just in, in a more general sense, again, going back to yesterday and the, the frustrations from it, I get it, I get it, I get it. And I do think part of it, to what I said before, it comes back to the idea that, you know, we're so expectant for things to fall apart, we're so, you know, conditioned to head into September and see our season, you know, go down the tubes. No matter how positive or excited we were about this team, we head into September and it's like, well, here we go. Let's uh let's let's get ready for some pain. Let's brace ourselves. And and I get it. And that's the right way to feel the last year is that's how you should feel. It's what the evidence is suggested you feel and that is what we have felt but again it does feel and it has felt all season long like this team is different I think I said this so many times this week in the midst of you know some struggles here and there I think it'd be so foolish to count this team out or to to doubt this team after what they've shown us this year in terms of the way they battle diversity all season long the injuries they have played through again they lost Bryce Harper and have played better baseball They've played like, what, eight, nine, ten games over 500 without the MVP of, of the National League last year. The MVP of baseball of the National League was lost, and it has been lost, and they've continued to win baseball games. They've won game after game after game and thrilling, come from behind, thought they were dead fashion. You know, we can rattle them off. The Garrett Stubbs walk-off, the Stott walk-off, the Stott ninth-inning homer, the Boom Veerling homers. You know, they're just one after the other. The JT hit the other night against the Marlins. Like, there's just been so many of these night after night after night after night of of this team battling and fighting and not being out of a game and and it's just a completely different vibe from last season. We have a great bullpen. Think about that alone. Think about the fact that I you know yesterday Sir Anthony, you know, got the loss, but you know, they gave up one run. But on the whole, like think about the fact that when the bullpen enters the game, you you're not scared. 
You're not nervous that they're about to destroy your soul. Like, how different does that feel alone? The starting pitching's very good. The offense has been very good for the majority of this season and, again, is getting Schwerber back potentially immediately and Harper back. They're saying September 1st, potentially. Like, this, things are good right now. Yesterday stunk. It was a disappointing game. Throw it out the window and move on. Things are not bad. This team is good. They've battled adversity all season. They will continue to. Guys are coming back. The run is about to start. Instead of looking towards September as this um, terrifying uh, uh, thing that we are just waiting to, to take all our hopes and dreams and chew them up and spin them back out, which it has been, look at it as an opportunity. For the first time in a long time, I look at the Phillies heading into September as an opportunity for this team to make a run, to put it all together, and to not just get into the playoffs, but get into the playoffs, right? A little, do a little damage, make a little noise. Like I think that's a real outcome for this uh, this season. And if nothing else, I think they're making the playoffs. So, it, look I, again. I said it before. I won't begrudge you. I won't think less of you. I won't. Criticize you if you can't help shaking that that September feeling that this is going to hurt because that's what it does. That's what we have as Phillies fans. I can't rip you for that. I can't blame you. I can't say you're wrong. I get it. But I don't feel that way this year. Really don't. I feel really confident that this team is going to make a run and they're going to be a lot of fun and we're, we're in store for a fun September for the first time in a long time. So let's hope I'm right. <laughs> we really need me to be right. And again, I think I will be. But big series coming up this weekend, and I'm sure it'll, you know, shape how a lot of people think coming out of it, especially without Scherzer and Grom. Like the Phillies have to perform this weekend, so a massive series. Nice off day today. Tomorrow we will dive into this Phillies Met series in Philly four gamer, a massive one, and look ahead, which is, should be so far the biggest series of the season. Um, should be pretty big, and we'll, we'll dive into it tomorrow. Can't wait and uh, feel good about the Phillies. It was just a loss. We'll move on. Take care of the Mets and we'll all be feeling good. That's what I'm hoping for. Either way, whatever happens tonight in baseball, Phillies will be off, but baseball will be act to react to it all tomorrow. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.